0: This is a new bonus episode today where I share the huge Pyramid Lake fly fishing trip giveaway and chat with Got Fishing's Brian Oakland on all the great details. This is the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Uh, thanks for stopping by the Five Fishing Show. I've got a quick little bonus episode for you today uh, where I talk to uh, Brian Oakland from gotfishing.com. Uh, Brian and I dig into this giveaway that we've launched this week. It's going to be going on with a bunch of bonuses and uh, and, and more giveaways for the next uh, few weeks here, so... Um, yeah, we we hear about Pyramid Lake, the the huge cutthroat trout that are in there, a bunch of stuff. We hear a little bit about uh, Brian's background. So uh, so let's just jump into it without further ado. Here's Brian Oakland. How's it going, Brian? You know it's going really well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. We're going to dig into. We've got a, this is I guess a little bit of a bonus episode. We're going to jump into. Uh, the uh, the giveaway we have going, which is awesome on Pyramid Lake. But before we jump into that, can you talk about how you, you know, the whole got fishing thing and how you, I'm not sure exactly how much you fly fish versus kind of uh, traditional fishing, but maybe you can talk about how you, how it all came to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So really I had the luxury of being born and raised in Montana and uh, was lucky enough to have a dad that got me out in the back country, you know, from the time I was really, really little. And so I had a passion for it my entire life. And uh, mainly DIY, to be honest with you. But as I got older, and started going on some of these different adventures, I realized, you know, just how quickly and how many things can can go wrong, you know, when, when we're spending the kind of time, energy, and particularly money, whether it's going to Alaska, um another country or even just you know scooting over to another state to experience it there's a lot that goes into it and so God fishing was really created as an insurance policy for the angler out there to make sure that they're having the best adventure possible um, everything that we do for the outdoorsman or the angler is 100 percent free Um, They never pay a dime extra for the trips that they're going on. Um, Outfitter, you know, just to answer, well, how do you get paid? The outfitter does take care of us on the back end. Um, But all trips are the exact same price. And in many instances are less expensive because of the relationship that we have with the outfitter. So really our our purpose is to make sure that when you're going off to spend your time and your money, and I want to go create some cool memories with friends and family that uh, we make sure that, um, that that happens. Obviously we can't control weather. We can't control the actual fishing, but there are a lot of things that we can control that, uh, can really make a trip, um, go in the right direction or in the wrong.
0: Nice. And, and Pyramid Lake is a place that we're going to talk to, uh, talk about mostly uh, today, but can you speak to a little bit on, uh, some of the locations that you, you focus? On? I know you have a, a good handful of uh, places around the, uh, the world, I think. Can you talk about, you know, some of the details there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So our portfolio, we we do not have a really deep portfolio, and we do that on purpose. We try to create um, really strong relationships with our outfitters. That being said, we do have you know a great offering um, all over Alaska, Mexico, Belize, Christmas Island, um, all over Argentina. Um, so we do have a um, a pretty you know diverse offering. Um, and in each one of those locations, you know, we're working with the best of the best. Now, that doesn't always necessarily mean the most expensive. It just means that the outfitters and guides that that really are running a a first-class operation um, and, you know, are fulfilling exactly what it is that the client is expecting.
0: Gotcha. And so that kind of leads into, you know, my next question when I think of, You know, I think we connected. I can't remember exactly where, but we started talking. And, you know, Yellow Dog is one of those big uh, companies out there doing a similar thing to what you're doing. But how do you, you know, separate yourself or how would you say you're different from, say, a Yellow Dog or some of those other um, travel companies out there?
1: Well, you know, first off, I love Yellow Dog. Um, I think that, um, you know, Jim and his crew have done an incredible job of a really, Kind of setting the stage for, for other booking agencies out there. Um, they've done a great job. Now, their niche is strictly fly fishing. And the one thing about uh, Yellow Dog is they do have a deep deep portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what makes Scott Fishing a little bit different is we do cater to all, all, all styles of fishing, whether it be conventional or fly fishing. It, it, most of our clients do seem to lean toward the fly fishing aspect of it. But again, you know, we, we cater to both. Um, and then I think the other difference is, is that we have intentionally made our offering a little bit smaller um, so that we can really be more intimate with the outfitter, the details of the location, Um, And really be able to articulate the experience that the person is going to have and be confident that that that's actually going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when I first and that's what it sounds like. You know, you have kind of the South America, North America, all the the major destinations there covered. I think that was we probably won't talk much about Mexico here um, on this one, but maybe down the line we'll get another episode in to talk about, you know, that trip, which you're leaving on. Right. You said pretty soon you're heading to to the Yucatan.
1: Yeah, actually tomorrow morning. Oh, wow. In a plane heading down there.
0: Amazing. All right. So, so this is good. I'm going to, so when you get back, I'll get all the details on that. And, uh, so that's, I'm interested, you know, that's another place I'm interested in, but I guess the hot topic here is Pyramid Lake because we're doing this giveaway, which, um, just launched, you know, basically this week or I guess next week, the talking in the future, you know, when we, uh, publish this, but it's going to be awesome because we're giving away this trip for somebody to go out to catch, a pretty amazing uh, cutthroat. Can you talk a little bit about, like, take us to Pyramid Lake and tell us why this is such a destination, and as far as like North America?
1: Yeah, you know, and and we'll talk a little bit more about this giveaway and and what makes it different from a lot of the ones you're seeing out there, but. I would say that Pyramid is is one of those things that makes it different, and it's certainly a, a popular place today. A lot of people hadn't heard about it a few years ago, but now, thanks to social media, um, a lot more people are are hearing about it. It's located in Nevada, um, about an hour out of Reno, um, and you're chasing um, the Lahontan Cutthroat. And um, they can range from, you know, five pounds to over 20 pounds. Um, a lot of people go to Pyramid really because of what what we, they hear about this ladder fishing. And we've got a video that we can uh, send out to people to give them a better idea on this. But ladder fishing essentially is just just that. Um, you haul a ladder out depending on, on where, you know, the, the shore is, you can be hauling it out 20, 30, 50, 60 yards out into the water. And the reason that you use a ladder over a pyramid is really twofold. One is the waves. Once you get out into the water, you know, casting the distance that you need to, you're going to be having, you know, water literally come up over your waist and and sometimes in your face. Um, So the ladder gets you up out of the water. The second reason is is it gives you ability to cast uh, a further distance. Pyramid has – it's basically, you know, a shelf. And there's three different shelves in there. And you use the ladder so that you can get out there far enough to be able to cast just over the shelf where those fish are, um, you know, cruising, looking for um, a little snack. And, um, so yeah, that's, uh, really what, what, what the attraction is of pyramid is giant cutthroat on a fly rod or conventional, you know, we do do both. Um, but that's kind of been the, um, what you're seeing a lot on social media is this ladder fishing for, for giant cutthroat.
0: That's it. Yeah. And I, I've seen some of those videos and yeah, it looks interesting. You know, you obviously that kind of gets your curiosity going when you see people up on a ladder, um, you know, is it? You know, when you think about the fishing and, and I'll put a, a link in the show notes, you mentioned a video, I'll put a link there to that video. And also at com slash giveaway will be the link that will redirect over to where, um, anybody can enter this giveaway we have going. But, you know, would you say this is a hard, um, is fishing difficult for the fly fishing to catch these fish or what's that look like?
1: You know, I wouldn't say that it's easy, but at the same time, I wouldn't say that it's difficult either. Um typically the style that we're doing we're using an eight weight fly rod if we're if we're doing it off the ladder we're typically using an eight weight fly rod Um, and then one of our favorite ways to do it is using a balance head leech um, under a strike indicator Um, you can also um, use a sink and uh, strip some streamers but more popular ways to do it right now um, at least with our crew is using the balance head leech with a strike indicator and, um, you know, it's basically if you're able to cast, get that out. There is always a little bit of wind at Pyramid, which you want. It um, gets things stirred up a little bit. And and typically you want that wind blowing in your face because, again, that water is cranking off of those um, shelves, stirring things up. And that's what the fish are looking for. So you actually do want the weather to be a little bit um, windy. And the ability to cast into the wind is a little bit important, obviously. Um, but once you get it out there it's uh it's pretty easy once that indicator goes under you set that hook and and you'll know immediately you're into a different kind of fish that's what makes it so special is when you're when you're watching that indicator when it goes under you know the chance um, there's a very very real chance that you could be hooking into a 13 15 18 even a 20 pound cutthroat Jeez. on a fly rod
0: that's crazy that's crazy it is- that's and when I think of cutthroat, it even seems crazier to me because I think of West Slope, well, West Slope cutthroat or even Coastal cutthroat, and you know, and they're tiny. Well, I, most of them, you know, they're small fish because they're West Side streams, and you know, they're <laughs> they're twelve inches. They're they're not twelve pounds. So the the th- the thought of catching a a uh, cutthroat in the twelve pound range or bigger, and I've done a little bit of and cutthroat in uh, Southeast Oregon. There's some lakes over there that have populations or at least used to. So um, I'm pretty excited about this. I'm going to be heading out, uh, you know, we're going to meet up along with, um, Dennis from wild fish, wild places. And, and that, that's part of the giveaway that we're going to do. And I just want to note before we move on here, um, Phil Roley, I'll, I'll put a link to that episode as well. He covered uh, balanced, uh, leeches and all that stuff. He's kind of the, the guru on that. So, um, you know, but as far as the fishing again, just, let's just wrap this up real quick. Do Do people, are they out there in float tubes or is this mostly a ladder fishing thing?
1: You know, <clears throat> a lot of people do use some float tubes. Um, we also go out there in in boats, um, but because of the weather at Pyramid, it, it you have to be careful. You know, you get out on the water and get too far out uh, when that weather moves in. So yeah, a lot of guys do bring some float tubes. Um, I've, I've we've had some fishing trips where some of our crew um, got out there, but again, you're really not that far offshore because you're you're fishing again those shelves. Um, but yeah, the lake can turn fairly quickly. So Gotcha.
0: Gotcha. Cool. Well, let, let's dig into this, uh, let's dig into this giveaway a little bit. Maybe talk about, um, you know, we've been kind of behind the scenes putting this together and talking, you know, like I said, with Dennis and, you know, us three kind of going in and making this thing, this amazing thing. I think it is going to be pretty amazing. You know, what we have going, can you talk a little about, uh, what, uh, we're going to provide to the, to the winner of this thing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I've been watching, you know, obviously, social media the last few years, um, different companies, different outfitters, um, even even a few different podcasts, you know, do these giveaways to kind of maybe it's appreciation for the listeners. Maybe it's a way of of generating some some more followers um, and, and, you know, all good intentions. But the giveaways have been kind of bland. Um, for lack of a better term. And so I thought that, you know, with all of the followers that we have at Got Fishing, I know that you've got a really strong following. And obviously Wild Fish Wild Places has been around for a long time, and it has a a deep following too. I thought that it would be fun to to really put together a a giveaway that not a lot of people are seeing out there, where we're not only giving away um, some tools of the trade, Some fly rods, some waders, some hats, some stickers, some lines, some leader, but also have this thing end with a true um – prize that someone, you know, is really going to enjoy. And so what we did was came up with, uh, something that would be, you know, easy and accessible for people, but also a really, really first class experience. And so we're going to do a giveaway where the first prize is going to be a two day trip, um, fully, fully guided, I guess you call it, um, yep. trip to Pyramid Lake.
0: Yep. And, and that's, and the fully guided piece is, uh, is Dennis uh, right? You can talk Dennis at Wildfish Wild places. He uh, like actually has a boat, right? That uh, he uses out on the lake.
1: This is right in Dennis's backyard. He's been fishing Pyramid Lake for years. He knows all the ins and outs. He knows all the special places to go fishing. He knows all the kind of the culture and history behind it. Um, so yeah, that's the big reason that we picked it is just the ability to really put on a first class experience for the winter.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I think you mentioned a couple of things the, the the big trip at the end is the big giveaway. I think we might even have a secondary uh, trip we're going to be uh, giving away and then the products. And there's a few companies I think we all are affiliated with that we're going to be giving away. In fact, uh, this is probably when this airs, it will be on maybe day three of the of the launch of this giveaway. So there's probably a new product that's going to be, you know, we're going to give away to separate, right? Each, it's not going to be just one winner, we're going to have multiple winners.
1: Yeah, that's it, and that's kind of one of the things that we see out there with these giveaways is, um, you know, maybe they're even giving away a, a trip or they're giving away a pair of waiters and, and it's a three-week wait until the winner. I thought on this one we would, you know, be giving away something every other day. Um, again, <clears throat> fly rods and reels and line and hats, and, and just make it fun for those that are, that are getting involved in this um, and let them know that this isn't just a – um, going after one prize or the first or second. That there's lots of stuff that we're going to be giving away over the three weeks, and um, lots of people are going to be winning some really cool stuff.
0: Cool, cool. And can you break down a little bit? Um, I mentioned the link uh, wetflyswing.com/giveaway, which will redirect over to the the page where uh, people can sign up. Can you talk about what what they what they need to do to to enter this thing and and how they can maybe get more entries into winning this?
1: Yeah. We're going to make it really, really simple for people, so they'll have a link, a link um, like you said, that they can click on. That will take them to a landing page that just has the simple rules. And really, it's just going to be a quick sign up—you know, name and email address—and then you will get ex- so that that will get you signed up. And then beyond that, we'll be giving out extra points for um, the different follows. You know, we'll have at least three Instagram pages that we're going to be um, growing. Um, and then, in addition to that, we'll occasionally be uh marketing or sponsoring one of our um companies such as um Adams Built, uh, which is going to be giving away a lot of different um gifts and prizes along the way. And so we might be asking, you know, for some extra points for people to go follow them. Uh, but all of the rules will be right there and different ways that you can earn extra points to make sure you're in the best position possible to win that big trip to Pyramid.
0: Gotcha. So let's touch base. We, we've talked about uh, Dennis. I, I just want to, uh, I don't want to miss this because I think this is the, the exciting thing. I think to have Dennis involved, he's got a TV show. Can you talk just briefly about uh, Dennis? I'm going to have him on here actually in a couple weeks, um, but you can, can you talk about his show and how he, your connection, how you connected with him?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I had the good fortune of connecting with Dennis. Gosh, it's been almost three years now. Uh, we were introduced and you know, he, he had been traveling all over the world doing this TV show. And so it was a perfect fit for him and I to hook up where he had already opened up the door to a lot of these lodges and these lodges were looking for different opportunities to, um, market their adventure or their experience. And so it was, they were extremely, um, receptive to got fishing. And since then we've had, um, we, we've just really kind of extended our relationships with these outfitters because of the relationship that Wild Fish, Wild Places, and Got Fishing does. Just as an example, we do a lot of hosted trips together. Um, we were just out Lake last year, where we took um, I think six clients with us, and then we also filmed two or three episodes for Wild Fish Wild Places. And so we just filled the lodge um, with clients that were there to just have a great time, film some episodes, actually film some commercials for some of our sponsors, and, and everybody just had a blast. So we do a lot of stuff like that together, um, and yeah, just overall know really promote each other's um adventures and what we've got going on and and that's why we were so excited to find out about you you know there's a lot of people out there that are doing podcasts or at least getting to the world but you know we took a look at the interviews that you have done and how long you've been around and really really excited to um you know have you a part of of this synergistic team that we've been putting together and I think that's kind of why, you know, we've come up with this giveaway is, is a way of, you know, kind of launching our new our relationships with the three different companies, um, kind of letting the world know that we're all partnering up to bring, you know, the best fishing content out there um, in some really awesome forms, whether it be podcast, TV or actually going on the adventure and um I think that this this giveaway is just a great way to not only let our current followers and current clients know what we've got going on, but but also let the rest of the uh fishing world know that this is a great place to to learn more about fishing and techniques, particularly through your podcast. Um but also we're gonna plan we you know, as you and I were talking about, we're gonna be doing one of these giveaways um at this level at least once a quarter. So If for some reason you don't win big on this particular one, you will win this year. I guarantee it with all the – All the stuff we're giving away um, to the three companies. I I think everybody's going to be a winner.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, Brian. I think I think you might even call it the the bromance, right? Which is a a funny word. You know, I love. I think it has because when I I first connected with you, you know, I didn't really know you, and then it was kind of like I was trying to build these. You know, the same thing. I'm trying to make these trips to provide some value for you know for my listeners of the show and then also have a way to support the podcast right it's kind of a double thing and and you were just kind of there and chatting it just made it made sense i didn't even know wild fish wild places i knew of the show but i didn't know you guys had a connection and so i think obviously it's a small world and um i think we're going to do our best to just provide some some cool resources for everybody um as we go so again we we noted i noted the link it's i'm going to have it in the show notes um do you want to do one more shot here? Just, uh, you know, if, if you had a somebody comes to you, talks about this giveaway, there's a, there's a zillion giveaways out there, right? There's giveaways for, you know, you name it. Um, there's plenty of fishing giveaways, hunting giveaway. I mean, sell, sell this giveaway. You know, if you, if you do another one, you've already talked a little bit about, but really sell Pyramid Lake to somebody who maybe hasn't been there before. And, and why would they take a minute of their time to enter their email into this giveaway?
1: Okay. Perfect. Well, if you enjoy fishing, If you enjoy, you know, uh, different adventures, then Pyramid Lake is one of the special things that we have in the lower 48. You're not going to go to many bodies of water that you have the opportunity to, like we said, hook into a 10, 12, 15, 20 pounds cutthroat. So I think that in and of itself makes it extremely unique. Um, it's also can be a bit of an intimidating body of water to fish. So I think that this is a great opportunity for someone if they have been considering going to Pyramid or if they've heard about it, th- there couldn't be a better way to come experience two days on Pyramid with the crew that we have, um, especially having Dennis there having fished every inch of that lake. Um, I think that it's a, a, a real awesome opportunity for those that have heard about it, or for those that haven't heard about it, but like, dang, that sounds like a blast! Uh, I think the other reason is, is because. The requirements for the the contests are going to be to follow some really cool companies. Um, you should be following Got Fishing and learning about all of the awesome adventures that we have and the different deals and discounts. You should be following, you know, the Wet Fly Swing podcast, and you should be following um, Wild Fish Wild Places. So the things that we're asking people to do in order to participate in the in the contests are, you know, things that people should be doing anyway if they're if they're into fishing and conservation and tips and tricks and things like that so um, and the other reason I think is because all of the stuff we're going to be giving away you know every other day and and it's not going to be low-level stuff it's going to be really cool usable things that people are going to be interested in winning so I think for three weeks it's just going to be nothing but non-stop people winning and I think you know the first prize of, of Pyramid Lake is huge, but you know the second thing that we're doing, the second prize because you had mentioned it earlier, we're doing is a, a day of blue ribbon fishing here in Idaho. Um, all you got to do is fly into Boise, Idaho, and and um, the winner and I will go over some different options here in Idaho. But we've got some amazing rivers, and um, so yeah, I mean the second prize is is the first prize on a lot of giveaways. Um, so. I think the whole thing is. I think we've done a great job of putting together something that people should be excited about winning, and 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 just to touch into that first prize again. I mean, yes, we're going to pyramid, but that person is also going to be decked out head to toe in, in brand new waders, brand new boots, an eight weight fly rod, um, some glacier gloves. They're they're going to come out with a ton of brand new gear in addition to a great experience. So um, that's why I'd be nice. signing up.
0: Nice. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and you mentioned uh, the guiding thing. I think that's one of the things, right? Anybody, I mean, I guess you could go to Pyramid Lake, but I've interviewed a bunch of guides on here. And the more I interview people, you know, the more you realize just even getting a guide for a day, how critical that is, you know, and the learning curve, you know, that instead of going on your own over there and maybe not catching fish or catching few fish, you get yourself a guide and you have a chance, like you said, legitimately at a 10, maybe 20 pound trout. So I think that's another big bonus of this thing.
1: Absolutely. I mean, anytime that someone's going to fish a new body of water, I always recommend that they get a guide for at least a day. It, it absolutely makes life easier the next, you know, the next few days, even for the DIY guys that go out. You know, I always recommend, no matter where you're going, you should get a guide the first day. Pick their brain the whole day, and um, it really makes the next few days that you're out there fishing a lot easier. In this particular case, you know, you, you get a free guide and um, someone who has been fishing this body of water for years and years and years, and you get to hang out with a team of of anglers that have been um, doing this for a long, long time. So, I think it would be a. a I know that I would love to come hang out. So yeah, it'd be great.
0: Cool. And what's the um you know, as far as the best time or the different times to go, do you is there a is there a better time to fish it? I know it's open from I think October through late June. And and also, can you talk a little bit about so the best time and then also uh fishing license, right? Because it's a tribal fishing license you need.
1: Yes. <clears throat> so the tribal fishing license is actually taken care of right there um at the lake. We have a little town there. will we'll, uh the winner will be uh, we'll we'll get the winter's fishing license once we arrive um, on there. But, yeah, it's not a standard uh, Nevada fishing license. It's specifically um, a tribal, as you mentioned, a, a tribal license. Because Pyramid does sit on, obviously, uh, tribal grounds, which Dennis can do a great job in that podcast of giving you some back history. Not only on the fish, but just kind of the whole nine yards. He has a lot of uh, uh, history and knowledge on the place. So that'll be fun for the listeners. And as far as the best time of year. You know, I think everybody has an opinion on that. Um, and so what we decided to do is really kind of work with the winner. And instead of us picking the date, we have a lot of flexibility. And because there's a bunch of different times where the fishing can be really good, uh, we thought that we would leave it up to the winner to see what worked best for them.
0: So cool. And um, so before we get out of here, um, I just wanted to make sure to – one thing I I try to do whenever, you know, I do these shows is talk about the 222, which is, you know, top two flies, top two tips, top two resources. And uh, do you want to jump into that? I mean, do you have a couple of flies that you would say is it pretty standard what you use out there or are there specific patterns?
1: You know, for me, um, it's it's the chartreuse balance head leech. Okay, chartreuse. Yeah, yeah, I've had a ton of um, luck out there with it. And, um, you know, my tip would be actually, and I and I learned this at Jurassic Lake last year in Argentina because we were doing very similar styles fishing, but obviously with no ladders. And that's, once, once you get that cast out there, a really slow strip in, um, instead of just letting it sit there, um, created a lot of action down okay. in, in, classic. And I actually had the good fortune of going down to pyramid. Oh, I think it's been about uh, a month and a half ago and to try that exact same technique and, mm-hmm. um, had immediate success. Both okay. dentists. Yeah.
0: That's, that's awesome. So, yeah, so,
1: so slow, so slow. On a balance each underneath an indicator. And, um, yeah, so that was just a little technique and that we were using and, and, uh, turned out to be effective back here in, uh, states also.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. And and so basically you have, uh, you mentioned you're an eight weight, so you have a heavier setup. And when you make that cast with your indicator, you make it out there and you let it sink until you're trying to get that fly pretty close to the, to the bottom or just above those fish.
1: Yeah. We're typically running, um, about 10 feet. I mean, it, it varies. Um, typically I'm putting my indicator about 10 feet above my, um, leech and um, yeah, you don't want it obviously dragging off the ground, but uh, you also don't want it suspended too far up in up in the water column either. So, kind of a um, a fine line of finding where the bottom is and then coming off of it a couple feet um, is what's worked sort of best for me.
0: Okay. And how about on that, that resource? This sometimes can be a tough one. Are there any resources you know of out there, maybe books, magazines, videos, any, I mean, obviously you've been with Dennis, so that, I guess that's the big resource, but anything else you know of that's out there online or anything you can get to, to learn about Pyramid?
1: You know, in this day and age, um, especially in the last year, there is a ton of content that is um, out there on on social media and on YouTube. And uh, I think if you just go out and Google or get on YouTube and search for techniques or, or pyramid Lake fishing, um, you're going to come up with a ton of them. I do also know that there are some really quality, um, outfitters and guides in Reno that, um, are taking guys out there also and, and showing them the ropes. That's
0: right. That's right. I actually, I think there's at least a couple podcasts. I think, um, I'll put links in the in the show notes to those. I think there was some that might have been the Reno podcast where they talked about Pyramid and. You
1: know. We're a big Mike Mike with the Reno Fly Shop. So okay. if anybody's looking for a, a good quality guide out um, Pyramid, Mike with the Reno Fly Shop is a stud.
0: Okay, cool. All right, uh, Brian. Well, let, let's wrap this up with a little. I got a quick little rapid fire round. If you want to cl- uh, finish this up and head out of here. Yeah. See how we do. All right. So, um, so uh, fly versus gear versus hunting. You, you can only pick one for the rest of your life. Which one do you go with? Fly. Really? Yeah. I, for some reason I was fly. expecting fly. you to say hunt, hunting.
1: <laughs> well, it's like hunting. You know, so much of the fishing that we do today. Yeah. Um, I, I like the Mexico trip that I'm getting ready to go do for the next seven days. Every day I climb into the front of that ponga, I'm hunting for the permit. Um so I do definitely love hunting uh, as you know um but if I could only do one I would probably have to do the fly because it encompasses a few of my passions.
0: Okay cool. Cool, and this one's uh, another random one here. I uh, I got an interview later today coming up with with Klaus, and I know he he smokes, which is you know always interesting to me, and it's kind of a vice. But do you have any uh, vices that you either uh, in the current or past that you've kind of maybe had to get rid of, or you know something that maybe wasn't the the healthiest thing?
1: Well, uh, that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, in my youth, I definitely lived a. Um, an adventurous, I had an adventurous spirit, let's just say that. And I have had multiple um, vices that I have had to kick to the curb along the way. Uh-huh. I no longer drink. I've been oh, wow. sober for 14 years.
0: Four- 14 uh, years?
1: 14 years of sobriety. Amazing. I used to chew tobacco. I've uh, been tobacco-free for 13 years. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and there's some other advices along the sure. way that... I go to, like I said, different, different podcasts. I say my biggest advice uh, these days is, embarrassingly enough, energy drinks. My daughter's always hounding on me about my energy drink consumption. Oh, so, oh, just so, too
0: many energy drinks, too much sugar yeah, or cool. whatever.
1: I'm not a big fan of, of uh, the rock stars or the monsters, yep. and I have to agree with her.
0: Yeah, well, this is uh, maybe this is some words of advice that I learned about this week, and I, I don't want to leave it on a negative tone, but... I had a friend that, uh, you know, kind of a, not a super close friend, but um, you know, he kind of just, he was talking about how things he, life was rough and all this stuff. And he was kind of having a hard time with his work. And, you know, just this week I learned that the guy had a heart attack, you know, and he, I he's 61. So he's not, you know, he's not super, you know, on the younger side, but, but again, it just seemed like he was a super healthy guy and all that stuff. But And it goes back to that thing where, you know, a part of it was stress and you know lifestyle and stuff. So again, I you know I don't dig into the, this sort of stuff much, but it just makes me think that man, you know, I mean, you know, I think we all love what we're doing, but I think we can all push it too much too and you got to I guess check yourself occasionally and be like, well, yeah, maybe there's some healthier things we can do, right? I mean, it sounds like you've uh the tobacco thing, right? That that's a hard thing to quit.
1: Well, it was and 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 it obviously was not something that I was going to be able to do until I quit the drinking thing. Um and so um quit the one, and the other one actually was not nearly as difficult as it was prior to, to me quitting drinking. In all honesty, I know a lot of guys out there that, that like to take you know um, these extracurriculars out into the field, and, and I'm a 100% for it, but I will say that um, I have had more fun Up in the mountains, up out out on the water, now that I have some sobriety, than I ever did before. And the memories that I'm creating today are dramatically different. Not not that I didn't have some amazing, crazy, fun memories that I love sharing with my friends and talking about in, in certain circles. But I will say that the life that I have today is absolutely amazing, the appreciation that I have for what, what we have at our disposal, um, just everything. And uh, I'm very grateful for the path that I've taken, and I'm definitely grateful for where I'm at today in, in that path.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I, I second that. I actually have, I can't remember how long it's been, but... Um... You know, I I chewed Copenhagen for many many years, and and I I quit. I, yeah, I guess it's been eight or nine years now. And in fact, I wrote an article back then in the day. I think it's still online. It kind of the like the thirteen things that helped me quit because it was tough, man. I mean, I loved I love Copenhagen, man. It was like I was so addicted to that stuff and fishing. I couldn't imagine going fishing without it. But I think you're right on because that's the thing you don't realize when you're in it. When you get out of it and you quit, you realize like, oh my god, it actually is better without it.
1: It's- well, and then also the strength that you you feel inside and, and the new level of confidence that you have i mean that's what I think that that's part of the reason not to trail or, or hole, but I think that's part of the reason why we have vices is to actually conquer them and to get over them and to feel that, that strength and the power and that that comes from conquering a vice, whether it's overeating, drinking, tobacco, no matter what it is. The power is overcoming the vice. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I tell people all the time, I'm actually grateful for the issues that I've had because um, I wouldn't have the uh, enlightenment or the understanding or the appreciation had I not been where I've been and seen what I've seen.
0: Yeah. Yep. For sure. So what, on, on that tip line, this will, we'll leave it at this, but is there a tip if somebody is, you know, out there and they want to, they want to try quitting, uh, drinking or, or uh, chewing what you would, you'd give them?
1: Yeah. The same tip I would give for people looking for fishing advice, right? I mean, go to someone who actually can help. Uh, I think a lot of people tiptoe around and kind of look for help. And you know, that's like kind of asking for advice on how to fish. I mean, you really want to quit or you really don't. And so, um, I think asking the people who have been there, done that before, um, and can give the best guidance um, is is always the right solution. And there's a lot of people out there that are struggling. um, And again, it takes a strong man or a strong woman to just reach out and say, I need help. But it'll be the single greatest thing that you ever did, especially if you're saying it to a person that can help you.
0: Nice. Cool. And uh, and one last uh, random one here. So if you were to... Um, go pro in, in any sport besides hunting and fishing. What what uh, what would it be? What would it? Have, what were you best at? I'm not even well, sure if you're I into sports or not. I was best at
1: it, but um, I today I would say uh, if I was going to be a pro, I'd be a pro hockey player. Okay, uh, yeah, I absolutely love the sport. I did pick it up later on in life and and uh, and played for a few years and um, just recently, quote unquote, retired. Huh. Um, but I love the game of hockey. My son plays it. That's how I got involved in it. Oh, and, cool. uh, what a great sport!
0: Yep. Yeah. It seems like it seems like a sport that um, you could totally get into. And is it is it pretty tough on the body?
1: You know, I, I think the reason that I quote unquote retired was again not a great skater. I didn't want to end up breaking a, a limb that I didn't need to be. But. Oh, all right. uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's a violent sport. I mean, that's why yeah. you um, have pads from head to toes, and yep. a face mask, and uh, cards. There's sticks and pucks. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. And, and in the leagues that I was in, you know, people who can't even skate. So oh, that Jesus. Be, it's probably dangerous uh, to be out there, but it, it's a, it's a great sport for staying in shape. Um, and I think for a lot of us that have a competitive spirit um, it's just a lot of fun to get out there and there's not many sports you can play as an adult and um, I think that's one of the great things about it is to be able to join a league and go play on Wednesday or Sunday nights and um, turn off some energy and get a good workout in and have some fun that's what I enjoyed about it
0: yeah cool all right, Brian. Well, hey, let's let's wrap this up again with the giveaway. So we we kind of went off on a tangent there, which was fun. Yeah. But, um So the giveaway again. So where where can they go uh, to? Uh, anything else we want to throw out there where they can go? Any information before we let them go?
1: You know, I think that uh, just clicking on the link and going to the landing page is going to um, give them you know some clear direction and on um, exact giveaway and what needs to be done. But again, it's super simple. You click on the on the link, you, you fill out your name and email address that automatically is going to enter you into the giveaway. And then beyond that, we're going to have some different opportunities for you to earn extra points and also, you know, win some of these, um, cool gifts that we're giving away along along the way, uh, up until the end of the contest. Cool.
0: Yeah. I think that's one of the things we're going to add some extra points, right? If somebody wants to, if there's something that's, uh, we're giving away today, for example, if they enter to win that, then it gives them more points for the big giveaway. Is that, is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I I appreciate you bringing that up. So a lot of people in, in these giveaways feel like, well, if I win a couple hats or if I win that fly line or I win that reel, that it's going to take me out of winning the big prize. And that's not how our giveaway is. Actually, when you win, you're going to accumulate more points toward winning the big gift. So following some of our social media channels is going to get you some extra points, but actually winning is going to get you some extra points um, toward winning the grand prize. There you go. Okay, Put a on it that winning is going to help you
0: win. That winning is going to help you win. I like that. That'll, that'll be uh, that'll be in the uh, the show title here for the uh, for the show. So, okay, Brian. Well, hey, in the next, um, you know, we mentioned some stuff in the next six months or so. We're going to be doing some more giveaways and stuff. Anything else that you want to mention with your company, yourself, or personally you got coming up to, in the next six to twelve months?
1: You know, we've got a couple hosted trips that we have one that we're actually going back to Jurassic Lake um, at the end of March. So, you know, what people really appreciate of our hosted trips is it gives people the opportunity to go on some of these more extreme adventures that there might be a little bit intimidation, whether it's the flights, the distance, the um, – shuttle all of the things that can be you know involved in in uh, a long fishing adventure people have really really enjoyed the hosted aspect of it where you've got someone crossing t's and dot and i's they've been there done that before and just make it a little easier and Jurassic's one of those i know it's been on people's bucket list for years and years or a lot of anglers Um, and the other thing we see is that a lot of people who want to do it don't necessarily have a buddy that has the ability or maybe the deeper pockets to pull a trip like this off so uh, we've been down there. I think this will be our third year in a row. And uh, we're going down March 21st through the 28th. So we got a couple spots left on that one. Uh, we are going on our hosted trip tomorrow um, to La Pescador, And then, you know, hopefully you and I are going to put one of those trips together for your listeners here. Um, in the fall so we can talk more about that when when we do another podcast together but um, some exciting stuff Christmas Island La Pescadora Jurassic Lake Alaska are just a few of the hosted trips we've got going on here in 2020 in addition to just a bunch of other adventures that we're booking for um, friends and family that want to go off and have a good time
0: Cool, cool. Yeah. And we'll, we'll follow up with you here. You mentioned the Mexico thing. I'm, I'm excited to hopefully find some people to go on that. And yeah, we'll, we'll get you back on the show and we'll talk about that. And I think uh, we didn't dig into, I think you got some other affiliations with uh, some, some guns and stuff, which is always, I love the, uh, I, I'm a little bit of a hunter. You know, I do some deer hunting and elk hunting. I'm not like a hardcore, but you know i think it's an interesting topic because obviously fly fishing hunting i mean it's all outdoors so maybe when we get time we'll dig into that later on but um yeah man hey just want to appreciate you for uh you know making the time to do this and sharing uh you know everything we have going and it'll be fun to keep in touch as we move forward here
1: yeah really excited um to have met you and to have this uh relationship and um look forward to growing it and along the way putting together some really fun um
0: giveaways for our listeners go cool, Brian alright man we'll talk to you soon yeah thank all right. you alright see ya so there you go if you want to find all the show notes with all the links uh, we covered here today uh, go to wetflyswing.com slash giveaway that's the same spot where you can get uh, all the information you need to uh, enter the giveaway uh, an email is all it'll take here and We'll be drawing a winner for the big giveaway here in, a, in a, oh, I guess, less than three weeks. And uh, But stay tuned. We're going to be giving away more products as we go um, all week and all next week. So um, I want to also give one shout-out to uh, the Mexico trip that uh, we're planning for uh, this fall, wetflyswing.com slash Mexico. Go there, and uh, and I'll get you some more information. Thanks, say, uh, thanks again for stopping by today. Uh, take a look at the show. Take a listen. Um, uh, Definitely looking forward to catching up with you soon and maybe uh, maybe even seeing you on the river. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com. And if you found this episode helpful, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes.